Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director, and this is The Daily DC. Thanks so much for listening. Today on the podcast, The Healthcare Battle. It is fully engaged in the Democratic nomination contest. Three of the top four contenders are in daily battle now over health care policy and proposals. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris and Bernie Sanders primarily are the combatants in this version of the health care discussion. One, by the way, that was sort of definitional in the 2007-8 primary between Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and John Edwards and all that health care was a big dividing line there. Obviously, we saw it as a massive dividing line in the Hillary Clinton-Bernie Sanders primary in 2016. And for the third competitive Democratic nomination contest in a row now. We are seeing the future over health care policy being a big dividing line among these Democrats. I want you to hear, and this is going to dedicate, I'm going to dedicate most of the podcast to you hearing a section of the interview that my colleague Kyung La, who covers Kamala Harris for us, did with Senator Harris in Davenport, Iowa last night. You will hear Senator Harris sort of rule out a middle-class tax increase to help pay for Medicare for All. Remember, she's a co-sponsor of Senator Sanders' Medicare for All bill, and she is running on that in this presidential campaign. But where Senator Sanders says he's going to help pay for that by raising taxes on everyone so that then everyone's health care costs go way down in what Sanders sells as a net benefit for Americans, Harris doesn't want to touch the notion of raising middle class taxes as a way to pay for Medicare for all. So that's sort of one side of the argument you're going to hear from her. But also Joe Biden is out there saying that any candidate who wants to run on Medicare for all is for dismantling Obamacare. And that is something that clearly Senator Harris is pushing back on as well in this interview with Kyung. So for the next four minutes or so, I want you to listen to Senator Harris with Kyung La in Davenport, Iowa last night on the topic of health care. What Vice President, what former Vice President Joe Biden would suggest is that you're not necessarily being clear with the American people. And just this past week, he was asked about ending private insurance as we know it. And when he asked about the others, the former vice president responded, so far not. Because 150 million Americans are covered by private insurance. Are you sug- what happens to those 150 million Americans under President Harris? Well, it's the same as the millions of Americans every day that transition into Medicare as seniors. It's seamless without any difference to their coverage in terms of access to, to, to health care. It has to happen over a period of time. There's no question we would have to go from the current system into a Medicare for all system and transition into it. Um, but the idea that there would be any substantial difference in terms of the health care that people receive is just not accurate. 
So people who have private insurance would eventually have to give that up under your plan. They would eventually be covered under Medicare for All and they would still see their doctor. And that's what they want. How long would this transition take? I think the transition is going to have to take, I mean, the bill is four years. I think it's going to have to take more than that, to be honest with you. And all of this done without a middle class tax hike? Without a middle class tax hike, yes. $30 trillion over 10 years. There are ways to pay for it, also understanding the investment that we are going to be making in a way that is going to reap great benefits in terms of other costs. The investment where? In American health and what we are otherwise paying as a cost for people not having access to health care and the burdens that places on systems across the board when people don't have access to health care. And when you when people question that there is no formula for this, that you are going to find money in magical ways is not realistic thinking. How do you respond to that? Status quo is not enough. So we have to be open to challenging status quo so that everyone has access to health care and price is not the bird, not, is not the barrier. We have to agree that what's happening right now is not affordable to many, many working families. It's just not affordable. One in five people can't afford their prescription medication. We're looking at a situation where one in four diabetes patients can't afford their insulin. We're looking at a a situation where seniors are coming out of pocket as much as $4,000 a year to pay for their arthritis medication because it's not, otherwise, they can't afford it. We have to move to a system where price is not the barrier to access to health care. Well, Joe Biden says that this is what you are suggesting, an elimination of Obamacare. Is that accurate? It's absolutely not. Listen, I, I will put my record up against anybody as having been a, a fighter for the, the maintenance and the, and the sustainability of Obamacare. As attorney general, I, I mean, I'm sure on the debate stage, I'm the only one who went to court to fight to keep in place all of the benefits of Obamacare. But like President Obama himself has said, it, he used the, 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 the analogy of it being like a starter home. It was a, a, a profound um, public health policy and shift. It was incredible. The courage that he had with so many others to actually get it done and, and, the, and the wherewithal to get it done was profound. But Obamacare so isn't it's about medic- taking it to its, but now it's about taking it to the next step. So it is moving on from Obamacare. And, and making improvements on it. And President Obama himself said that there, there are improvements to be made. So that's Senator Harris, where you see divisions with Senator Sanders and with Vice President Biden. You also saw in that interview, by the way, Senator Harris sort of going back to owning the position that, yes, there will be no role for private insurance or nearly no role for private insurance in a Harris version of Medicare for All, which is where she basically was in January at the town hall with Jake Tapper, but has spent six months trying to dance away from it and explain it and not, you know, expose herself to a political attack that she's for ending private insurance. And then yet here we are six months later since all of that began. And she was back to saying, yeah, no, if we're in Medicare for all, 
there won't be a need for all this private insurance because everything will basically be covered under Medicare for all except basically cosmetic surgery. Only not trying to make that supplemental insurance some kind of fig leaf that she's not getting rid of private insurance. She kind of more owned the position. I don't know if it'll be to Senator Sanders' satisfaction. I can tell you this much. The Sanders campaign is firing at both Harris and Biden. Sanders' top aide, Jeff Weaver, called Harris's plan of doing this without taxes unicorns and magic wands, apparently, saying you have to pay for it. Healthcare is not free. Doctors, nurses have to be paid. People will be paying less under Medicare for all than they're paying now is is what Weaver says. But he's going after uh, Harris for shying away from the from the tax hikes on everybody, including the middle class, to help pay for Medicare for all. Now, Sanders, who is going to be giving a speech later today, going after uh, or defending his Medicare for all proposal and sort of picking apart the Biden argument that this somehow means uh, the dismantling of Obamacare, which in fact may be true, but in reality, let's say, leaves a lot to be desired in terms of providing uh, a full and clear explanation uh, of, of what would happen. This is Bernie Sanders' tweet from 12.41 p.m. today. He tweeted out a video and Accompanying the video is the tweet that says, Joe Biden said people would lose coverage if we move to Medicare for all. That's absurd. And he's quoting Joe Biden, who did say that, that people would lose coverage. And in fact, in the video that the Sanders campaign has put out, it says Biden has been lying about Medicare for all. Lying. Bernie Sanders accusing Joe Biden of lying about health care. His team going after Senator Harris on how she's going to pay for Medicare for all. You've got Harris going after Biden for not being genuine in his critique and acknowledging that Medicare for all would advance a step of health care as she sees it from Obamacare, not dismantle Obamacare. And you have Biden going after both Sanders and Harris for supporting the idea that you can just transfer the entire system over to a Medicare for all plan without disrupting people's coverage and and using the notion then that you are for dismantling Obamacare, uh, something popular in Democratic circles, as a way to drive a wedge between him and his other candidates. So this is full on Democratic engagement on the health care issue in a way that is ripe for the next debate, no doubt, but also in a way that we just haven't seen this kind of a policy debate consume the presidential campaign trail on the Democratic side quite this way yet this cycle. That does it for this edition of The Daily DC. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in again right here tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.